Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. How do you move forward when things are not going really well? A lot of people want to give up when the trials or persecution happen on their way. So um, it is very difficult to continue when things are not really going in the way that you desired. Uh, but think about the athletes. They are known for their perseverance. But why do they persevere? Why do they move forward when things are not really going well for them? Well, there can be many different reasons. Well, first of all, they may want to win the gold medal. Until they win, they may not give up. Because when they, when they win uh, the gold medal, they will be famous. But not just that, they will earn some money. So that's a, that might be a good motivation. Or they have loved ones and they receive the, uh, the emotional support. So they, uh, they are not giving up because of that. And sometimes they have a natural uh, their stamina. So they, have just, they are born with a really good health, a good body. So they are not giving up. There could be many different reasons not giving up. But for spirituality, for Christians, why do they continue with their faith? Even in this midst of all the confusion and difficulties and temptations. So we, we may, you may want to give up your faith and you may want to go back to the world. But how can you keep up with your faith? How can you continue with your faith? Now we see the story of of Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians and 1 Corinthians, but 2 Corinthians especially, Paul was going through a very difficult time and the church of Corinth was going through a difficult time, but Paul is encouraging the uh, the church not to give up with their faith, but he is also showing how we can keep up with our faith and how we can move forward even amid a difficult time. So that's something that we're going to learn from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. So let's read it together. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary uh, momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look at while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. There are th- two things I can draw from this passage. The first one is renewing. second one is producing. These are the two things that keep us moving forward. So let's go back to the first one. The first one is um, the renewing. Renewing. Now, it starts, Paul is starting with this conjunction here. Therefore, that means the previous passage is talking about some reason, and because of the reason, therefore, we do not lose heart. Paul was going through a very difficult time, but he was saying, do not lose your heart. Now, you might think, like, why is he saying that? Apostle Paul, again, was going through trials and persecutions, and a lot of people are asking him, hey, why don't you just give up your faith? It looks like God is not really helping you. You're believing in Jesus, you're proclaiming Jesus, but it looks like Jesus is giving you more trouble and more persecutions, and you're in prison, you've been whipped, and you're almost dying, and how come you are still believing in Jesus Christ? Apostle Paul was saying, hey, you know, Jesus is the treasure and we have the treasure but we are weak we are earthen vessels so earthen vessel can be broken anytime but we have the treasure but as God 
raised Jesus from the dead, Jesus is going to raise us up as well. So do not lose your heart. That's what uh, the Paul was saying in the previous the passage of this uh, prior to this one. And then Paul was continuing with this passage and talking about two things that we should continue to move on. We should continue to move forward with our faith. The first one, as I said, is a renewing. The second one is a producing. So let's go one by one. In this verse, verse 16, it says, Do not lose your heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. So we see the two aspects of a human being. The first one is outer man. The second one is inner man. Now, what is this inner man? Inner man. Uh, in Ephesians chapter... 4, verses 22 through 24, it talks about the, uh, the new self and the old self. The old self is being, uh, old self is corrupted, but when you are being born again, your old self is gone, and then you have a new self. It is like a 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that's the passage that we're going to look at next week, but just to give you a heads up, it talks about the very important two identities uh, of who you are. The first one, if old is gone, then you are new, the new creation. So you, your old self is gone, and you have a new self, and that new self is that inner man. So the inner man, and according to the Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 24, is the new self created in the likeness of God. So you have the image of God. Your inner man has the image of God. But if you remember from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 that we learned last week, it talks about the transformation. If you know God, you, you uh, the veil will be lifted up and you will know Him and not only knowing Him, but you will become more like Him. That is about the transformation into the image of God. That transformation is not a one-time deal, but it is the day-by-day deal that you are being being renewed, you are being transformed day by day. So that is what's talking, what Paul is talking about here. You are being renewed day by day. Now, day by day renewal reminds me of lamentation. Lamentation chapter 3, verses 23-24, it says, His mercy is new each morning. Now, uh, the uh, writer of this lamentation, he was not in a favorable uh, situation. He was, he was going through one of the toughest times in the history of Israel. And the uh, lamentation is one of the saddest book in the whole 66 book. However, there's a hope, a glimpse of hope, because the writer was saying, His mercy, God's mercy, God's grace is new each morning. That is the praise of an inner man who is being renewed day by day. Because this case, this Paul was the same situation. Paul was not in the resort. He was not a you know, really good vacation, but he was in a very difficult time. His body was aching. His body was decaying. His body was not only getting old, but he was going through a very tough time physically. However, it's okay because his inner man is being renewed day by day. That's why he can move forward. Forward. That's why we can also move forward as well. Now, think about our body. Our body is getting old anyway, but I heard a there's a billionaire who is trying to have the 17-year-old body. I mean, that's a good try. However, even if he, get, if, even if he gets the 17-year-old body, and then if his uh, experiment uh, becomes successful, doesn't mean that he will be invincible. He will die anyway. His body will uh, be corroded again. So, what a wasting time. 
time. I think it's really wasting time because we need to really invest in the inner man, not the outer man. Outer man is decaying anyway, but the inner man can be strengthened and can be renewed, and we need to focus on it. And this is what will what will keep us moving forward. So that the first one that keeps us moving forward is renewing. The second one is producing, producing. So let's look at today's verse again. In verse 17, it says, For momentary, for momentary light affliction is producing. So this is the key word here. Producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. So uh, it says the suffering is producing something good for us. I mean, I mean, you might think, hey, Sammy, what, what are you talking about? Are you joking? You know, the, the suffering, trials, persecution, they create, they produce frustration, discouragement. I mean, that's what normal people, normally people think. However, Apostle Paul is saying, if you look very carefully to this passage, he is saying that suffering is producing not necessarily the bad things only, but it's, it really produces really good things. It's uh, and that thing really helps us to move forward. Okay, so let's go back to to this passage again and let's study the very carefully because this is a very important passage that we that we can truly know and appreciate even the uh, the suffering and trial uh, that uh, they are not necessarily the bad things. So look at this. It says momentary, and uh, he is comparing the uh, suffering and the glory here. It says momentary versus eternal, right? And also it says light versus weight. Uh, yeah, weight. And also it says affliction, affliction versus glory. So he says, your suffering, your persecution, your trial, all the problems that you're going through, they are momentary, light affliction, but they produce eternal weight of glory. So we, we, we need to think, think and meditate on this just for a while because this is so deep, this is so encouraging because whatever trouble, whatever problem you are going through, first of all, they are momentary. They are temporary, meaning that your suffering has expiration date. It's going to end someday. You might think like, you know, I'm going, I've been going through this like forever. Like uh, you might feel like it's a forever, but it's not the case. Even if you've been suffering for sickness or pain or, you know, the financial difficulties for five years or 10 years, I mean, it, it's long. However, there is the end of it. However, but that, what that produces is the eternal thing. Not a bad thing, but a good thing. Especially, you know, Paul is talking about the suffering for Christ Jesus. Not suffering for your sin, but suffering for Christ Jesus. But when you have that suffering, you know, your suffering has the, the uh, termination or the uh, expiration. However, this eternal glory does not have the expir um, explanation. Why? Because it is eternal. And second, it says, your suffering is light. It's not heavy. I mean, when you are going through it, it may feel like it is so heavy. However, compared to that eternal glory, 
is heavy. It's a good heavy. It's abounding. It's abundant. It's a glorious, abundant glory. So that is a really good, good uh, gift, good thing. Thirdly, your suffering is compared to the glory right here. And then in this verse says, far beyond all comparison. Now let's think about this. The glory that you will experience is so much amazing, overwhelmingly glorious that whatever suffering you have gone through will be overwhelmed by this glory, will be forgotten. Imagine uh, a mom who've been uh, who've been suffering or who been who has been in pain for childbirth. Childbirth is not easy. It's a painful. But when she gets the new baby, when she is holding the new baby in her arms, she will be so happy. That happiness will overwhelm all the physical pain that she had. Uh, she had to do. She had to give to the uh, the new baby, uh, the birth to the baby. So that is how much more the glory of God that you would experience after all the sufferings and pain, even though they may look very long and very painful, very heavy, but they're not long because they have the expiration date but the eternal weight of glory is so much glorious so it is amazing amazing promise that we need to hold on to but you might think like how in the world this pain produce the hope the pain produce all this glory or weight now imagine a, a spoiled child that you know, always whine and uh, never been disciplined, and uh, is he 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 is just uh, asking for candy all the time, and never appreciate his parents, and never never been satisfied, and never been happy, uh, even though she, I mean, he has he has it all. But this kid is sent to a boot camp for two months, and then he went. He had to go through all this discipline for sixty hours of work. That uh, he had to make his own fire to cook, and he has to make his own tent. And it is very intense. He has to spend uh, the hours and hours with other kids, uh, using just a one bathroom for a whole two months, and that's a really terrible. However, let's say he comes back to his home. Do you think that he will jump onto his bed and then just? yelling at his parents and say, hey, give me candy. I don't think so. He will appreciate every bit of what his parents would do. That even though it's the same home, but it will be, he will feel like it's a heaven. And even though it's the same food, he will feel like his mom's food is the best food of all time. And he will give, he will keep saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, mom, thank you, dad. You will see the, you know, different change in his life. Because he went through the suffering and the pain, everything that he used to take for granted is not, it's not a just me, uh, the mere thing. It will be a huge blessing to him. How much more of the glory of God when you go through pain and suffering for the sake of Christ Jesus and when you experience the glimpse, just the glimpse of glory and love of God, you will be amazed, you will be blown away by the weight of that glory. 
So you and it's not a temporary thing; it's a tonal thing. So your momentary suffering will be overwhelmed by eternal glory, eternal joy, and the glory of God. Just hold on to that, and because of that, you can move forward even in the midst of all the difficulties. And that was the secret why Apostle Paul could continue even in the midst of all the suffering. So the two things that we need to remember: renewing. And producing, God surely renew our inner man, so that we so that we can move forward. And even suffering can produce the eternal weight of glory, so that we can dwell with this in this hope, and then we will see that becoming reality uh, in our life and beyond forever. So, how should we live? First of all, we need to focus on the inner man. Inner man. Now, a lot of people, almost everyone, is focuses on the outer man. They want to look good, so they spend hours and hours in their um, in their the uh, uh, workout and uh, gym membership. And you know, uh, I live in America, and a lot of Americans uh, spend at least about one or two hours, maybe, in the gym almost every day. However, it is very hard to find a Christian people who spend one or two hours every day in reading the Word of God and the prayer. Now, what a shame! I mean, the outer man is is decaying anyway. So even if you do a perfect workout, so probably if you add like a ten years uh, to your normal span of life, but that's just ten years. The ten years will go quickly, and then you will die anyway. So the wise, if you are truly wise, you need to invest in the inner man. Of course, exercise is not a sin. You need to manage your body well. Um, that's not a sin at all. However, proportionally, you need to spend a lot of time, at least the, about 30 minutes, to read and meditate on God's Word, and uh, another 30 minutes in prayer, at least to give it one hour every day to the Lord. You can, if you can do it more, that would be great. But at least this, you can start with that, so that you, know, you have a balance, and a healthy balance, because inner man is being renewed. If you're a true Christian, if you're a truly born-again Christian, the, this, the inner man is the... Uh, um, the, uh, the you're dwelling the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, so you need to manage that your inner man really well, because that matters the most. Because your uh, the physical body will be decayed anyway, but spend more time in the Word of God and spend more time in prayer and communion with God. And then secondly, you need to really see the unseen reality. Because if you look at the, the verse 18, the last verse of today's passage, it says, While we look at, not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. So what does that really mean? That we need to see the unseen reality. Most people just focus on the seen reality, and they uh, they judge by the appearance, and then they look at uh, the things, and then they just invest in. They they focus on what they see. However, the unseen reality is the eternal reality. So we need to look at the world with how uh, as God sees the world. When God sees the world, they, He sees the 
the uh, unbelievers who are heading toward hell. And that's what we need to see as well. You might think like, oh, my neighbor is rich and then he has mansion and he has five cars and looks like he, uh, he he's having a really good time. You know, his Instagram is just filled with a smiley face because he is enjoying his life. However, that is not the case because you see, you don't see what's really going on inside and uh, what's really going on spiritually. You know, he, uh, his family and he and his family are on the way to eternal damnation, eternal hell. That is the reality. Now we need to, that's, that's just an example, but we need to look at the sea that which are not seen because that is the eternity. We need to see their eternal fame, uh, the eternal um, the it, destiny. So we need to go and share the gospel with these people so that they can see the re, uh, the spiritual reality as well so that they can be healed from all this. They can be uh, cured. They can be uh, led. To, they, they can be led to the Holy Spirit. They, they can be led to Christ Jesus, our Lord. So, so important. We need to look at in the in the perspective of how God sees the world. So, Renew, be renewed in your inner man. And also, even if the suffering happens, when you share the gospel, and most likely you will have you will be persecuted or you will have the trial. However, do not worry because that will produce eternal weight of glory. So that uh, when you fight the battle in the unseen world, always be thankful because God is with you and God is in you and He is going to produce amazing, amazing weight of glory. So be expecting about huge glory and amazing um, the scenery that you will see uh, in Christ Jesus and you will be with Him forever. So be encouraged by that. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful promise that we can move forward, not because we have money, not because we have a healthy body, but because we have uh, an inner man being renewed and we see that even the suffering produces the eternal weight of glory. Lord Jesus, please help us not to lose our heart, but uh, help us to move forward continually for your kingdom and for your glory. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen.